Welcome to the show. Is it happening? Is the Wi-Fi working? Whose Wi-Fi is that? Is it mine? I am in a new apartment. Is it mine? Okay, we're good. We're happening. The podcast is happening. It's starting, Mark. Welcome to Discretion Advised. John Hill here with Mark McNamara. I have a pickle on my finger. It's a puppet of sorts. It's a puppet. It's a pickle. Pickle puppet? puppet uh, finger puppet. Yes. Um, I'm going to trust that the the technical stuff is all correct. I've lost Mark completely, but I'm going to trust that he's there and that you all can see him even if I can't. I'm so happy to be with you, Mark. What's up? I can see everything. Is everything fine, Cameron? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Pickle up, pickle up. What is that? Kelly Pickler. Do you do you tickle with that pickle? As I said before, there there's three of us here today. Actually, four of us if you count Cameron, which I rarely do. Uh, pickle, finger puppet. Uh, Mark McNamara and John Hill here. I'm so happy to see you. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Discretion Advice. So what, what's this little pickle tickle for? Is that an actual Listen, sex toy? I've been moving my apartment and I've been digging. <coughs> Excuse you, Cameron. Digging. Cameron is eating and chewing I love that your mic's. You're like, I'm not on the pod, but my mm. mic's going to be open the whole time. There we go. <laughs> some, sometimes you can hear like tap, 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 tap as he's like texting his friends like i hate these two bitches i have to work with Mm -hmm. this is why i don't read the chat so i've been moving i've been digging through six years of crap my old apartment moving into my new apartment and i've come across so many things i came across some finger puppets of cat paws i came across you know some of this goo uh i came across you know it's just to clean your keyboard but i moved into a new apartment pretty soon you're going to see my beautiful background this is actually not it. Surprise, surprise. This white background is I'm going to paint this. I'm going to flip around next time so you can see my exposed brick. Honey, I thought you were in front of your refrigerator. Here's an update on that. I no longer have that. I have a normal rich person, chrome ass, fucking titanium bitch Honey, frigidaire. Tag. <laughs> I also got to say, just while we're on the subject of me sucking, um, I don't, I, I'm not going to. The the clips that we've been posting lately, I have seemed so boring, and I it's because my Botox made me too frozen. Okay, I'll just admit it. So I'm gonna make a concerted effort to be cunt and funny and hilarious and energetic because all these clips we post, I'm like just staring into the void, <laughs> staring into the goddamn void. And I want people to know that does not reflect my actual personality. If you listen to the intro of the show and when Mark and I chat, I'm lively, I'm energetic, I'm entertaining. But when we listen to someone who's like. I don't know. Boring. I can't. <laughs> You're a sprinter. You you run out of the gate, you ejaculate, and you go to bed. That's how it's done. Does everything have to be sexual with you? Um, you just brought out a finger puppet. This is a fidget spinner, all right? I'm a Marvel... Where where are you? That Every time you show your hands, you have a new item. That's right. Now we got some pencils. <laughs> LaCroix. <Great>. It's like Mary <laughs> Poppins' handbag. Yeah, great. And yes, it does always have to be sexual. Mark, I'm coming to um, New York. I'm going to do a three, a threesome, three back-to-back shows, doing one in LA on the 22nd, doing one in P-Town on the 24th, and then one in New York City the 26th. Come see me. I will actually be here. I changed my schedule around so I could be here for you because I was supposed to be in Scotland filming, but I changed it to leave on the 30th. So I will be here. I will be able to see you because I love the show so much. Everybody else should go get it. It's at the Green Room 42 here in New York. So get your tickets. And I don't know where it's at at the other places, but follow John's socials and you can grab them there. Grab them. 
Grab him by the puss. That's right. Gra- oh, does that always have to be sexual with you, John? Oh, burn. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you're coming. And maybe Cameron can come too. Cameron will be very busy, I believe. No, yeah. no, doesn't. No, no. <laughs> um, so it's been where we last left off. He's going. He's going. All right, we'll save you a seat in the back with me so we could heckle him. Um, since we last left off, I did the last two plays with Meredith. First, it was with Meredith Marks and her husband, Seth, came. I have to tell you how much I love these two. They are so fucking a good time. They landed at 630 in the morning on a red eye, like ready to go, looking gorgeous as fuck. And they were so much fun. Like I text her in the middle of the day once we got to the island. She's like, yeah, me and Seth are walking through the meat rack right now. They walk their ass from the grove to the pines to go to uh, tea. And we just had such a good time all night. They are truly good time people. And Had they been there highly, before? Highly, or was it the first time in Fire Island? First time. And they figured it the fuck out. Wow. And they knew what the meat rack was. And we went through it about 3 a.m. on our way home. We we stayed out all night. We had a good time. And then we walked to the beach. Meredith in her just beautiful outfit and her high heels. It was their 27th anniversary wow. that night. So we celebrated all night. And they were so good. The one piece of tea I can share that's uh, suitable for radio is that she hates Angie K. Just like I do. So... We're on the same page with Angie Kay. I don't even know who that housewife. is. Oh, she is the thirstiest wannabe housewives. We should have her on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, call her. <laughs> Let's get her. Is she available? She's available. Cool. And then after after that, I went to Mexico City to shoot for a Naked Sword. So follow that on NakedSwords.com. It'll be coming out soon. Um, one of my favorite things about Mexico... Is that how they, the, I love the culture of honoring the dead there. Like they have all these days where they like bring objects out and they remember the dead. And like here, the, we die and it's like, oh, okay, we have a little party and then that's that. Like every year they have these beautiful ceremonies and remembrance. Um, and I think it's really beautiful in their culture to do that. Landon Conrad, a right turn, is back. He is making his comeback in our movie so he showed up ready to go and he did a really really hot scene um and i can't wait for you guys to see that and then can can i ask you a basic question about porn yeah so i've met a lot of these people we have them on the podcast and i've come to really love a lot of them and i'm curious though like a basic question is like when someone shows up and you say he showed up and did a really hot scene and to most from like where I sit, it's very professional. Everyone is very much like this is just a job. You show up, you perform, you go home. But like, doesn't it at some point go through their minds like, wow, I'm really good at having sex and I want to show the world how good I am at having sex. So I'm going to bring it and show how good. I-. Is that the philosophy behind? Um, like when you say he came into a really hot scene, he showed up and performed like enthusiastically or he looked really good. What do you mean by that? So kind of a little pep talk that I give to all the models is that it's not about how good it feels. It's about how good it looks. So you're not, you're really not having sex, sex. You are, all the things are going into the right places, 
but it's more important how it looks. So when I say they do a really good job, they were able to perform and show the camera that and not necessarily just like, you know, get in there and eat ass and then their face is stuck in a hole and I can't see it. You know, they have to pull back and show the hole and show what they're doing. And it's it's performative. And he did a good job in that sense. Some of these performers who've been around a long time from the old era, like Landon, know how to perform on camera. You have these new porn stars who are like only fans and they don't necessarily have to perform. It's like drag queens. It's like TikTok mm-hmm. drag queens. You get them on a stage. They're not going to be great performers. You get these only fans porn stars. You put them in front of a camera. They may not know how to perform. So these people who've done it for a long time, the Sasha Colby's, the Landon Conrad's porn and drag, they, they can show up and they know what the assignment is. So that's what I mean. He did a good job. Also quickly, because this camera's already wrapping us up, Luann. Luann, the yeah, countess, came and did our finale. She tried great. to cancel a couple days before. And when I tell you she tried to cancel, the Marge called me immediately. She's like, I got Dorinda. I got Sonia. Who do you need? Aww. Margaret Joseph is a good time gal. But Luann's like, no, what? no, I do want to do this. It was a scheduling conflict, and she got back into it. So I want to share just a few bits of tea that she shared yes. for, for our audience. So the new Roni Ultimate Girls Trip coming up, she said Dorinda and Kelly was brutal. Like they go at it hardcore. They've also moved up that girls trip to premiere in December before the one they filmed in Morocco with like Brandy. So it must be so good that they're switching the order. Um, what else? She said she recently was with a woman. So she's, she's recently dipped into the lady pond and her least favorite of the new gals of Roni is Sai. So she's, she's agreed with me. On that. Wow, spilling all that tea. And uh, how late was she up in Fire Island? She's probably still there. Yeah. That's she, <laughs> she, we brought her to Sip and Twirl after she got in the DJ booth, and DJ Mike Borowski played all of her hits. So Luann was living her best life, and we, we stayed up pretty late. I had to peace out early. I couldn't hang, couldn't hang with the Countess. I only could go so far till I had to go to bed. Sheik, say like good night, honey. Um, Let's just do a quick thoughty toppy moment. Uh, I just want to like get your thoughts on the new survey that reveals what makes men uncomfortable. Are you cool with that? And then let's get into the meat and potatoes. Fuck yeah. Pet peeves, man. Do it. Pet peeves is too long of a thought topic. So this is will be a short segment. What 30... makes men uncomfortable? Now, these are all different percentages. I'll just run through a few. Let me ask you, are you looking at it or can I ask you what you think I had they it said. in my hand put it down <laughs> putting sunscreen on a male friend's back how many people how many men surveyed said that this makes them uncomfortable probably a lot because i hate doing that i will say 42 percent 42 it should be more i agree should with you more. it's disgusting don't like doing that uh wearing pink you're wearing pink zero percent 31 percent 31% of this is like men in general, not just gay men. This is just right. all the men. Crying in front of male friends. Um, I don't think men like to do that. I say at least over 50%. 48%. Close. Being naked in a men's changing room. Who do they survey? Every man does that. Every fucking guy, straight guy at my gym is walking around, bushy ass, small dicks everywhere. So I say they all like to do that. None of them have a problem with that. 49% said they're uncomfortable with it. Going to a gay bar. So clearly they interviewed just straight men. Okay. How many people, How? what is the percentage of men, straight men, nervous to go to a gay bar? 44%. Okay. That's like half of the men's. And sharing a bed with a male friend. This basically just says that every man in America is a little uncomfortable with um, 
dick that's too close for, for comfort. But straight dudes like will get one hotel room and there'll be 12 of them in it. So where are they all sleeping? Girl, I don't saying I love you to a male relative. Straight men do that. I don't think. Yeah, yeah I think this is wrong. It says 45%, but I think I disagree. I disagree. They're wrong. Um, They're okay, wrong. great. Great. That's it. That's our third topics. We'll be right back. We're going to go over me and John's own personal pet peeves. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Discretion Advised. I'm Mark McNamara, joined by John Hill. Later in the show, we have Derek Cage coming up, and we have a special candle guest who is going to give a review of Luann and Jill at play. But for now, we are talking pet peeves. John Hill, what are some of your pet peeves? I have so many, but I'll start with this one. Noise pollution, loud-ass motors, motorcycles, and people who drive around my fucking corner ripping the rice rockets. I can't handle it. And then when I go to New York, I see the... Um, I hesitate to use the word gangs of people, but I see large groups of people. They all have the same kind of motorcycle, and they just run them up the same street, Fifth Avenue. Um, they do it in L.A. here. Like They just take a Saturday and just... It's so loud. It hurts my ears. It hurts my feelings. It shreds my soul. What is a rice rocket? You put rice in your fucking gas tank or your muffler, and that's what makes that sound. It's rice. It's that that really loud sound is fucking rice in the car. I know because when I went to rehab, the guy that checked me in had a rice rocket and taught me that, and I said, you're the reason I did drugs. (laughs) And then you killed him. Um, okay. What else you got? What he gave else? me a haircut. Are... Good. With rice. Uh, the biggest one is I've been doing it all episode interrupters interrupting. It's hard when you co-host shows publicly, but I feel like you and Andy both, we've all kind of found our rhythm, but if I'm in a conversation with somebody and they just aren't listening and they, they have to let their pointless, pointless, worthless substitute sad excuse for a hot take just because you're a gay guy you have to tell me what your hot take is and what the t is about carly ray jepson or who i don't fucking care like if, if i'm in the middle of telling you a point about like a life insight that i have at my ripe old age of 46 years old about to be in a month and you interrupt me to be like to tell me something that everyone knows stating interrupting is number one but slightly under that is interrupting to tell everyone something we all know. Like, let me stop what you're doing. Let me stop you and your thought to tell you that Taylor Swift is a good songwriter or something. It's like, why did you stop everyone's flow to tell us something basic? Sorry, go ahead. What's yours? No, I would just, I did not want to interrupt you to tell you that Beyonce is amazing. (laughs) No, I just um, think, some, like, think through your thoughts. There think goes, first, interrupt. Yeah. There's this hot like, take. <laughs> I just don't like to be interrupted. I'm sorry. I'm going to say mine really quick then so that I don't have to You're do this different. We're thing. in a collaborative conversation. We're in a Number flow. one, nipple hair. Hate it. If someone has no hair anywhere else and just has nipple hair, like long ass nipple hair, people that have that, I'm not into it. Like if it's hair everywhere, great. But if it's just that one area and it's really long, like nope, pet peeve. I hate Venmoing back and forth. Like you pay for it and then I'll pay for it. I hate splitting the check. I'm not going to Venmo you the same 20 bucks back and forth with my friend group. Don't Venmo me. I will block you. Texting me information that you can easily Google yourself. Oh, Boomer that's Banks a big does one. This. 
That's a don't one. ask me what time the fucking ferry is because you can figure it out for yourself. Brunch. I hate brunch because I don't like yeah. loud music. I don't like eggs and I don't like sweet stuff. So that's all it that is. brunch is. It's either alcohol, eggs, sweet stuff, and loud music. So none of those things I like. I hate brunch. Um, and last thing I hate is a pilot who doesn't tell me how the flight's going to be. You need to come on that goddamn loudspeaker. You need to let me know if there's going to be turbulence or not. If you don't say anything to me, I will freak out until we land. Hmm. I I just want to I, I want to let the pilot do what they need to do. I'm, I don't feel entitled to know any information. I need um, to know if it's going to be a bumpy takeoff. Interrupters. That's just... I'm still not going to. And you know, classically on the podcast, I always talk about, I really hate little teeny tiny packages that I have to like little plastic tabs and the little, the little silicone packet in the Discovy and the little foil thingy and the little thingy. Like I will, I'm a large human being. I will move your couch for you. I'll throw a huge piece of furniture into a truck for you, but get someone with teeny tiny little fingers to do the fucking little um, tasks that you need done. Like making a bed. I do it every day. It's a part of my morning ritual, but I just feel like get someone who has tiny little limbs to stretch things around a tiny little corner of something. Let me do big stuff and like you, you tie the little um, fucking tabs of the like bread tie. She's topless, she's hot, she's here with us. It's Derek Cage. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> no, welcome back. This is my first time. Well, welcome back virgin. to the show, a... to our listeners, our angelic, lovely, uh, adorable, loyal <laughs> listeners. And also saying it to Mark. Welcome back to Mark. Hi. Hey, welcome back. Here I am. Here I am. Derek, how long have you been shooting porn? Uh, only a little over a year, since about May 2022. What? Um, what made you make the jump? What was the enticing? Oh God, how much time do we have? Uh, Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I've always been comfortable being naked. I've all, I've been very sexually explorative. I've always enjoyed sex uh, in all of its forms. And uh, what did you do before? Uh, I worked for the United States Air Force. I was a uh, logistics management specialist for fifteen years. Logistics management wow. specialist. Is that like, mm -hmm. like, were you a cook? <laughs> I mean, I could if I wanted to be, but um, no, it's a kind of like managing parts uh, and like acquisition, sustainment, shipping, handling, packaging, all that good you're shit. You're still managing parts in your current job. You're, yeah. So you're doing great. Man managing, making the most of them, you know, mm. putting them in to all their good uses. Acquisitions. Wow. Your voice. Do you? Yes. We we need to tap into something with your voice. You have this one nine hundred voiceover actor. <laughs> like you have such a clear, crisp, deep voice. Do you just mm -hmm. like ever call people just so they can get off? Not for free. Well, well, <laughs> charge. I'm not saying for free. Make that money, honey. But do you find that people have that fetish? They want you just to chat to them, whisper in their ear, and tell them everything's going to be okay. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think they want me to say everything's going to be okay. I think they want me to say like much dirtier and raunchier uh, things than that. What's but, the usual uh, request? Can we have a little test right now? Can you and John, yeah. can you see if you can make John come in like 30 seconds? Well, or maybe I give you some things to say and you see if you can make it sexy. Let's try that. Like, let me that, tell you what to say. Go. Let me what to tell you what to say. Okay. Repeat after me. 
the mm-hmm. cacti in your apartment are dead. You should throw them out. Okay. John, mm-hmm. the cacti in your apartment are dead. You need to throw them away. Great. A plus. Let's try another <laughs> did one. Did you come? Did you come? I did. I did. It was a little <laughs> one, but let's try again. Uh, John, okay. you waited too long. So your dog just took a fat shit next to your brand new mattress. John, you waited way too long. And now your dog shit right next to your mattress. Oh, you had me at shit. A plus so, again. So my, my Venmo is Derek Cage. <laughs> he just Got said you. he doesn't do it for free. Coming right up. <laughs> So this is a little bit of a reunion for you two. I don't know if you remember, but John is who interviewed you for fan mail out now on NakedSword.com with your scene with Sean Xavier. How how was that experience for you both? Amazing improvisational uh, work. <laughs> I went to theater school for that. Yes. <laughs> No, I remember, um, but it was also just such like an intense day because it was also for the gay VNs uh, were happening as well. Mm-hmm. And so there was so much going on. There were so many people interacting with each other. And then when we had this scene, they were like, <laughs> Mark, you literally like, okay, we walk in. You're like, all right, we're going to have this interview with John. You're going to sit, we're going to talk about this, 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 this. And you put us in front of the camera. We were like, okay. <laughs> we hit the ground you running, it. honey. <laughs> Trial by fire with you, Mark. <laughs> but it worked. <laughs> it worked. See, we, we know what we're doing. We always make it work. We always make it work. You are also working in the new Raging Stallion scary movie, Overdrive. I have only seen a few little teaser clips about that. What can you tell us about this Raging Stallion movie? It is... I... I don't even know where to begin. Uh, it's I've never been in a film before where I had to commit so hard to a role uh, where literally every moment Ben Rush and Steve Cruz were like, we need you to be psychotic. We need you to be a <laughs> cold hearted killer, even when you're having sex. And I was like, okay, we're going to make it work. So the commitment and professionalism from everyone was so amazing that this movie uh, even Tim Valenti, you know, uh, Falcon CEO was like, Derek is scary in this movie. <laughs> and he was like, it is, you cannot take your eyes off of it. Like these are words directly from Tim. So it's when What's he's the saying plot of this film. So I play an unhinged, like Uber driver, even though I forget the name of the, uh, the car company or the rideshare company, but I play one that's just a little, you know, over the top, a little crazy. And uh, I pick up Paul Wagner from the airport and how could I not want to just get my hands all over Paul Wagner and my intensity comes through by like immediately pushing him up against the car and like ripping off all of his clothes. We have an amazing flip fuck and uh, he decides he wasn't too okay with that and reports me to my boss, Bo Butler and Bo Butler fires me. And that is the snap that made me just become unhinged and decide to go on a murderous spree you should have just called sean he or john john <laughs> you should have just called john he's good with Bo. he could have put a good word in yeah or i would just hire you to do some around the apartment like task rabbit stuff you know uber task rabbit it's all the same you don't have to murder's never the answer kill Derek. someone Derek. are you still in Sorry character 
Are you method acting right now? Why are you so psychotic? Honestly. I never had a smile on my face I'm when scared. I was acting. Don't you it dare smile more... for the rest of this interview. <laughs> Did you actually right. have to, like, do you in the film, not to spoil anything, but do you have to, like, stab people, strangle? Do you actually have to murder people? Or are you just, like, murdering them with, you know? Slay that pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, both, honestly. Um it was more of a when the murders actually happen, um, we did have to act out some pretty intense scenes. Like there was a fight scene. Uh, Sean Xavier kind of got thrown through a wall at one point. Um, uh, Paul Wagner, he at one point, like he grabs like a fake piece of glass and like stabs me with it. It's it's ah. all pretty intense. Mm. I even punched through a, a, a fake uh, like sugar glass, I think is what they called it. I actually punched through that. And, I like, love ran, sugar glass. Ran through it. Yeah. Sugar walls. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, this episode we're talking about pet peeves. What is your pet peeve when filming? When filming? Mm. Oh, God. Um, see, I wasn't prepared. Like, I really don't think I have any pet peeves when it comes to filming. I guess if it's just someone that's not being professional. Yeah. Uh, Lateness, someone maybe? That Someone that doesn't like, like, like to me, I take my porn very seriously when I'm on, when I'm in front of the camera, I'm, I'm on and I'm at, like, I'm doing exactly what the director has said. I'm doing with, you know, everything that I've, you know, got to work with. If someone just kind of like lollygags and, you know, doesn't really take it seriously, then I'm kind of like, eh, mm, come on here. We're, we're here. We're all here for the same thing. Let's, let's go. So okay. that'd probably be my pet peeve. So for both of you, I'm going to name some common pet peeves and tell me if it really, if it gets your cooch going or not. All right. Loud chewing. Yes. Out. I'm out. Hate. Talking during a movie. Yes. I'll kill. Yeah. Okay. Give me over to kill or not kill. That's good. Thank you. Tie in. There you go. Okay. Uh, So so far, both both kill. Both kill. People who walk slow. Kill. Kill. (laughs) Clipping your nails in public. Oh, there's a time and place. If you're desperate, yeah. got to get rid of them. If it's in public no. and there's a trash can nearby, go for it. I wouldn't do it, but I would. If you're if we're going, that's kill a or Casey not kill, Anthony OJ Simpson. Kill. I would let no. that person live. No, nope, John. If if we get all of these the same, does that mean we have to go out on a date? Where yeah, do you live? He, I live in Utah. Oh, but <laughs> not that far. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a duck. It's a Delta hub. You could just hop over to JFK and then yeah, yeah, right come on, on down. Perfect, perfect. All right. Yes. So far, so good. Don't fuck this up. Close talkers. Kill. What is a close talk? Like, like someone, someone who's, who's like right space up in invader, face. Derek? Kill. 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 Okay. Yeah. Leaving the water running. Kill. Kill. But who, like, uh, in the who sink? Does that? Yeah, who does that? Someone, like, for example, someone, like, oh. will leave the shower running for, like, three days before they get in. Kill. No. That's wasteful. Dirty dishes in the sink. Kill. 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 That's one of my least favorites. Blasting music publicly. Kill. Kill. Like when you go to a beach and someone's yes. right next to you playing On a like hike Michael here Bolton. in LA, people just like walk by. And another one on top of that, people who talk on their Bluetooth or on speakerphone while they're walking through the airport and shit like that. It's always a straight guy from the Midwest. Murder. No offense on to pub- Utah. You're not a straight on guy. Pub- oh, no, no. On public transit? Mm-mm. Absolutely not. No. All right, so you guys got that all right. You're going on a date. Congratulations. All right, Can't Derek, wait. where can people find you, uh, particularly John, so we could like set up this date? What's your socials? Yeah. 
my address at no <laughs> uh, my uh you can find everything at derekcage.com d-e-r-e-k-k-a-g-e.com perfect thank you so much derek make sure you watch fan mail and overdrive on naked sword and raging stein and we'll be right back with a new segment we're calling make that change we're gonna fix some famous fuckers we'll be right back <laughs> We're gonna make a change for once in your life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make Eating a difference. Enough to eat. Enough to eat. To be blind. Enough to see them weave a solace. Dis- okay. Welcome back to discussion advice. <laughs> I am Janet, and that is Michael Jackson. And now we're gonna make that change, baby. We're gonna list you some people that maybe piss you off. And we're each going to figure out how to make that change. All right. John Arthur Pickle Hill. Make this person likable. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner needs to do a... Uh, listen, this one's hard. The, the thing she needs to do is to go the fuck away. Take a silent retreat Netflix. for 365 days. Come back. At, and that I mean no, no, uh, no speech. Driving. No driving and um, no light. So a completely dark cabin with no windows for a year. A troll hut. Then come out and say, you know what? I reject all of the shit that I have stood for. Entitlement, white privilege, misogyny, self-hate, and all the crap that I've been spewing. And what I would like to promote is dedicating my life to the homeless, the poor, and the hungry. Okay, Caitlin Jenner, make that change. Next, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's doing just fine. No. Justin he needs Bieber to renounce needs to Jesus stop. Christ. He needs to renounce, renounce Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ and then stop join. Stop relying on that big dick and put on some nice clothes because his wife looks great. Uh, or you know you what? Make, make another album and renounce Jesus Christ. Okay, two things. Then we're good. Nene Leaks. Go back on TV and start making your money the real way that you you used to. You know, go be entertaining on TV. Get your regular job back. Be hilarious on reality TV. Mm-hmm. Don't like don't make money because you're gonna sue a big corporation. That I know that's the American way currently, but like the you, you're such a great entertainer. She's so good. You're She's so, so good. You're the funniest and the the most beloved. So like, get back on TV and just be you. Get back on TV, be you. The, the finale of, of Real Housewives of Atlanta was last night. When I tell you I love Marlo Hampton so much, when Drew Sidoro said, get a husband, and Marlo snapped back, get a wife. <laughs> I love her so much. Because you know Drew's a lesbian. All right, Casey Anthony. Now, I watched a lot of this. I watched a follow-up documentary recently, and I'm, I think she's trying her hardest to like to rehabilitate that image. And I, there is, it, it, it is close to impossible for her to ever be likable, but I think she's doing the most honest work. She's dedicated her life to helping other people who are being, you know, in, who are in legal problems. She's working for an attorney. She's showing up every day. She is like d- dedicating her life to making life better for other people. And that's all you can do. If you're Let me interrupt position. you to give you a hot take. I don't think she did it after watching the documentary. I do think it was her dad. So Casey Anthony, make that change. Exactly. Last yeah. but not least, Elon Musk. Go away with Caitlyn Jenner to a troll hut with no <laughs> windows or light. Go away. Put that phone down. Put the phone fu- or take your ass to space. Take That's your fine. ass to space. If you want do everyone it. else to go, you go first, cunt. Elon Musk. You know his first name is short for watermelon. And also, 
make yourself uh, sterilize yourself. And stop he just had another children. kid. Stop having fucking children. Well, there are dying, say. starving children around here who need homes. You don't need to have another little robot Martian coming out of some horror. The kid's <laughs> name is Techno Mechanicus. Well, I like that name, actually. That's a cute name. Oh, my God. Okay. Elon Musk, make that change. All right. We'll be right back with Matthew Dean Stewart talking about his candle line and Jill and Luann at play. We're going to make that change, and we'll be right back. Don't change it. Go to change. Go to change. Don't go change on me. Don't go change. <laughs> Welcome back to Discretion Advice. I'm here with John Hill, and we're joined now by housewife superfan and candle maker himself, Matthew Dean Stewart. How's it going, Matthew? It's going great. How are you? Fan fucking tastic. Matthew, <laughs> I just moved into a new apartment. What do I need to do? What are the rules I need to keep in mind when uh, putting new candles in spaces? I literally am starting from scratch and I want to populate this house and make it sexually charming, chic, and professional and not immature. Ooh, well, that um, would be one of my candles, but they might be a little immature depending on which name that you choose. But you're coming from scratch. You definitely just find um, ones that you want to fill the room with the smell of that feeling that you need. If you want it to be sexual, then find one that, that gives you those vibes. Um, just find a brand that you like. Well, I think the brand that. I want is Matthew Dean Stewart. Were you always a candle maker or how'd you I get into the business? Um, my answer that I give is I don't remember. Mm. Um, it was <laughs> It was during... COVID. So it was a COVID project. I think I saw a TikTok and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe I want to make something like that. And then I got like a test kit and, and tried it, see if I liked it. But then I started talking to people and they're like, oh yeah, I buy a candle every two weeks. Oh yeah, I buy a candle every month. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, let me do this. And then I did it and it was successful. So do you have a signature am... scent? Ooh, my bestseller is called Plant Daddy. It's like Work. I made it. It was my first candle I made, and it was um, I can't keep house plants alive, but I like um, the smell and the feeling of them. So Cute. I make one that smells like them. Stop <laughs> touching them. Maybe you should make one. Stop touching them. You should make I, a candle called Ferret uh, for Mark in Mark's honor, and just uh, uh, so he can put it in his house for if, if his ferret ever ferret. goes away. I have a you ferret. You have a ferret. Matthew. Yes, I don't want to talk about it. We've talked about it enough. But you have you have some of your your. Names are you have bathhouse, mm -hmm. cruising, Cute. gray mm -hmm. sweatpants, grower, morning wood, mustache ride. What Matthew, what is, what send is, me some. I'll put them on my Instagram note that I'll anybody send, cares. I'll send you some. I'll send you all some. What is Don't what care. does mustache ride smell like? I wanted mustache ride to be like a uh, like a sexy beard oil. Amazing. Like That's a little so a little bit of minty, a little yeah, something that like is refreshing, but like still sexual now are we talking soybean beeswax we are we are talking soy yes soy we're talking soy 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 three yeah. wick <laughs> uh yeah, how many wicks does two it is take? the biggest that i go to uh, you ever seen the meme i don't remember who made it um but it's it was I, i'll figure it out but it's karen huger and it's just all wick and it's just like a big ball of fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what you need. So all wick, yeah. That's what you need. Okay, so let's transition to housewives. Let's let Karen be our segue. You were in Fire <laughs> Island 
for the infamous Jill Zarin at play. It was, yes. Those videos that I have on my phone from that night, sometimes if I'm ever feeling down, I'll just watch them. It'll perk me right up. Her in a wig. I just watched a couple. I know. I just watched that one right now. <laughs> Standing there. John Hill. She, <laughs> she, she did, did, like Rocky she did Hotel High. California. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. 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 But John Hill and Jill put on wigs and reenacted the Morocco fight with Ramona, <laughs> which was the highlight for me. <laughs> it was, it was very good. I think Gary was a highlight for me. Mm. Gary's extremely he was, sexual. Yeah. And he was very into it. He loved it. Every second of it. <laughs> how the dog, you... the fucking dog. And the dog. Bossy. Yeah. Bossy. <laughs> how is Bossy that dog just... not deaf? <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't need to hear. How yeah, would you compare fine. Jill, the first show of the season, to Luann, the last show of the season? Well, I would say both chaotic, um, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I Jill, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think she even knows now where she was. Jill blew everybody uh, in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> she did. <laughs> she was chaotic in the sense that she just exists in her own brain. Yeah, she boofed and a bunch no of where Red she Bull. is. Yeah, yeah. Sat on everything. Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Yes, Diet Pepsi. Diet Coke. She's a Diet Coke girl. She's a Diet Coke girl. Oh my god, that must (laughs) taste nice. You ever seen that video of that Allie posted of her taking like an entire rolly bag suitcase of Diet Coke to Europe with her? I've seen it. (laughs) Wait, really? Does they not have Diet Coke, or does it just taste different over there? That's that's the whole point of that video. Says they don't have Diet Coke. It's it's literally a. It's ridiculous. Because Thanks. they don't allow the chemicals that America allows, so it probably That's tastes right. better over there. Better. <laughs> They're poison-free over there, and that tastes like yeah. over there. Did you go yes. to Sip and Twirl after for Luann's set? Luann, I did. I definitely uh, was going to make it to that, and that um, made my life. It was fantastic. I just I remembered, like, she was up there for so long, and then I was bopping around and, like, talking to my friends, and then I just remember darting and pushing my way sharding? through people sharding. yeah sharding. Sharding i started right out. through sip and, sip and twirl all the way so i could We've all been there that we have <laughs> it wouldn't be fire island without it that's why you need to pick up <laughs> <laughs> matthew dean where can people buy your candles where can they sniff them out uh matthew dean stewart.com matthew dean stewart anywhere you just search that and um i will come up or a photo of john Elise butt one or the other we, there are so many accounts with just John Ellie's butt. I know, but I, I I was one of the main ones for a long time. Okay. Oh, for those who don't yeah. know, John Ali is the DJ for the Fire Island show. <laughs> He's also Matthew's good friend. Um, why didn't we? Why didn't you? You give us any news? We put we posted news. We posted mine. We posted John's. We I posted s- John Hills. <laughs> Where were yours at? Mine are secret. You gotta really search that. You won't find by searching my name. <laughs> There's not gonna it's be the like only a, thing that I don't use. A Matthew's okay. cock. There is a rosebud flavor. What there does that is. one smell like? It's like a nice creamy rose. I say that's my most offensive and least offensive candle. That's the one that I sent my mom when I started because if no, you, you have no not. idea, yeah, because if you don't know, it's then a rosebud. She just thinks it's you, a rosebud. Yeah, if you Google gay rosebud, then sorry, mom. Don't but do that. No. Don't do that, mom. Don't do that. Any, I think she 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 just doesn't say anything anymore. She just laughs. They just go, oh, um. We can't tell our friends about these. Do you want to change some of them? I go, no, I'm not no. making them for your friends. Gray sweatpants. <laughs> I love gray sweatpants. Well, and gray sweatpants would... is my most universal candle because it doesn't matter where I am, what I'm doing, straight women will come up and they'll just start scream laughing because mm-hmm. they understand it. So, what does it smell like linens or what is gray sweatpants? Yeah, it's like a, like a musky linen. 
It's very, it's one of my sexier ones. Oh. I was like, I think, well, this one's Hey Handsome, but I've used half of it. Oh, Hey Handsome. This one's like a teakwood and tobacco. You could have one called, what are you looking for on here? Or into, Um, what are you into? Into, most of it, it's just a notes app of names. The names come first, and then I design the scent around the name. If I don't have a name, then it doesn't work. Can we Um, do a collab, a discretion advised candle? Yeah. <gasps> Let's do it. I mean, you definitely can. I've done Matthew collabs Dean for X lots of discretion people. advised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to sponsor it. Sponsor us. Yeah. Um with candles for a candle. <laughs> here's our here's me and John Spenmo. You're now a sponsor. 10k a minute yes. for every mention. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> I can definitely do that. And we do 3 minute mentions. <laughs> yeah, minute of mentions. course. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, what are your socials? What's your at? Uh Matthew Dean Stewart everywhere there it is I thank know. you Just, so much thank you for being thank here you. for coming and sitting through both luann and jill's yes. performative oh, art highlight of my life the highlight of your life well thank highlight you so of much. my summer thank you <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening until next time make sure you follow us on all the socials at disket pod that's d-i-s-c-a-d-p-o-d <laughs> follow us on our newsletter discatpod.com and like us on all the socials uh what is it what else girl, am i bye. supposed to say here bye girl bye <laughs> see y'all next time <laughs>